0: Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of. Right here on the Create Clarity with Charity podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Clarity with Charity podcast. Today I have an amazing guest, Ms. Rita Slays with the Rosemont Inn in New York, upstate New York. How are you today?
2: I'm great. How are you today, Charity?
1: I'm doing awesome. I'm so excited to have you here, Rita. I'm excited to be here. Good. Uh, We're going to talk about your amazing estate there, Rosemont Inn, um, Bed and Breakfast, um, where people can rest, reconnect, and rejuvenate. Tell me a bit
2: about your business. Um, My husband and I bought the property together in 2004. Uh, We bought it as an established business, but it was it was really underperforming at the time, but we it had everything we needed because it was in our price range. That was the top uh, thing. But it also had a 2,000 square foot apartment for us to live in with our uh, five children. and then surprise surprise, we were expecting a sixth child because that oh, yeah. just proved that God has a sense of humor. Uh, We really thought that part of our life was going to be over. And that was one of the reasons we were pursuing the bed and breakfast. Uh, But that's not how it worked out. And so we just decided to go full steam ahead and go in with the bed and breakfast and continue on with the baby and everything else. And um, that's what we did. So we, we got started and we sort of had a very up and down kind of a path along the way. Um, Things were not always going as well as they could have. My husband was a computer programmer and he left his job. We were really trying to make this our full-time income. Um, But we kind of struggled along and that never quite worked its way out. Um, And so fast forward in 2019, um, we just kind of, at that point I had been working with my two uh, adult daughters Um, They had been working with me for a few years and we were kind of changing some things up and really refreshing the business and some young 20 something energy really helped me to sort of revive. But in 2019, I just said, you know, we really, we need to kind of move this thing forward. We need to do something. And I said something that we had talked about doing for years. I said, we're going to update and put in a walk-in shower this year.
0: And my husband
2: and my daughter that were still working with me were like, what? How are we going to do that? We can't afford it. I said, I don't know. I'm just, it was January 2019. And I said, we're just doing it. We've gotten started with the repainting, redecorating rooms. We had started that in January 2019. And I said, I'm just feeling it. We're going to do it. Um, so ever since 2019, we've been on this massive capital improvement campaign and it's been a personal development journey. It's been a, a clarity journey. It's been a spiritual journey. It's just been so many things that I never expected owning a business would be, but it's been, it's been really exciting and great.
1: Yes, it looks like you guys have made some amazing upgrades. I mean, it's a classic mini mansion there you have. It's, it's really spectacular. And I love what you guys are doing with... Um, you know, giving back to the community along with, you know, you have some very solid um, goals to kind of integrate um, green living and um, giving them that authentic experience when visiting.
2: Yeah, all of those things. We we work on all of those things. Um, uh, The green for me is just really is very personal. I'm just allergic to all kinds of chemicals and cleaners and scents and perfumes or anything you want to name it. So that's why I only use non-toxic anything in the in non-scented in the laundry in the in the cleaning procedures, um, all of that. And then we are here. We are in the inner city. We are in the oldest part of the city of Utica in upstate New York. It's a it's a classic uh, rust belt city. So it was a very affluent city for a long time. And then along about the 50s or 60s, people just kind of left. And they went to mm-hmm. the suburbs and there was really no investment here. It was, it had no love, let's just say. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we, we still, yeah, there's still plenty of history. Our building is one of the beautiful historic buildings that's still here, that's still in use. And so that's what we want to be part of that um, restoration with what I call skin in the game. You know, it's yeah. great when people see these massive projects and like, oh, this massive thing is coming in here and investing. That's not personal for them. That's that's a, an entry on their on their um, investment portfolio. That's all that it means for them. For mm-hmm. us, this is skin in the game. We raised our family here. We live here. We're still committed to the community. We worship in this in this neighborhood. We're committed to our neighbors. We're committed to helping people, and that's. Really looking back for me, I realized that that was the vision that I had in my mind all the time, but I didn't really believe that we could put that together and we could make that happen. I think there was fear, there was doubt for so long that was holding me back from really believing that I could do that or that we could do this together.
1: Yeah. And that goes to say for a lot of businesses. I mean, it really is a true test of faith and really just to conquer that fear um, yeah. and overcoming any obstacles and challenges and just really standing up for the occasion. And that's really why I wanted you on my show, is because you really do have that resilient, true entrepreneur fire that you know, um, never give up attitude and continually pushing on towards the mark and you know, creating a better and more innovative business as the years goes on. So that's really, really impressive. I love that about you. Well, um, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and not to mention just the historic, um, you know, the 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 building is over a hundred years old, right?
2: It's was built in 1866. So I think it's closer to a hundred and 50-something years old. Yeah.
1: So it's monumental. I mean, in the neighborhood to be able to restore that, um, you know, that area and to keep it, you know, authentic and true to its roots is is really commendable. Yes.
2: Yes. And it's that fine line, though, because it's not a museum. So you were talking about, you know, the main way to grow our business and really to grow any business, right, is to give your customers a good experience. Yes. Um, give them a great experience. So we have yeah. to constantly be thinking about what do our customers need, what what would make our guests more comfortable, and also that fine line of how do we still keep it, you know, quote unquote authentic or you know, at least give a nod to the history and the and the um uh, original use of the building. Um, so yeah. we we just kind of are constantly navigating that fine line. But I, I think it's going well. We're getting a lot of really good feedback from our guests. So it's going well.
1: Yeah, it looks like it. And it's really, really special. So um, on the on the business point, let I mean, let's go back a bit and talk about, you know, you know the journey of business because it really is like it didn't just all of a sudden just start making profits and everything was just peachy right like it's a process <laughs> you guys <A> long <laughs>
0: process.
1: <laughs> yes and it, you know it's that never giving up and you know it's, you know coming to the occasion and ready to you know work the business and you're one that has you know stood on the front lines you you don't take the back seat you know you're you're you really stepped up to the plate to make sure that your dreams of being, um, you know, bed and breakfast owners and and giving that authentic experience and really standing in what you believe. So let's talk about some of those challenges. Let's help some of our audiences out there that are in the hospitality business, you know, that are into creating experiences for others and memories. That's what you're doing. You're creating memories and experiences. So tell me a bit about some of the challenges that you guys face earlier on in business and maybe some of the things you might've done differently.
2: Um, well, I covered some of the challenges. Like I said, we, I would say the biggest challenge to any business owner, you know, you're enthusiastic, you have a vision, but I would say you don't know what you don't know. Right. You get started and you think, oh, well, yeah, but you don't even know what questions to ask. You don't even know, uh, as I said, what you don't know. So my number one advice to anyone, but particularly someone in a hospitality business, but really anyone Find a really good consultant that has been successful in your chosen field and listen to them, hire them, do what they say. And I guarantee you, if they're doing a really good job, make sure that they resonate with you. Make sure when you meet with them that you feel like you like them, you respect them. um, But at the same time, you've got to really trust them because they're going to ask you to do things that you don't think sound like the right thing because you don't know what you don't know. Um, and so that's the, if I had to tell my past self something, if I could, you know, give my past self some advice, I would say, please hire a consultant and listen to what they say. Don't just do, don't just wing it. Don't just do whatever you think is right. Because that's been really, in 2019, uh, we met our our current consultant that we're working with, Randy, at the um, Inkeepers conference, and he's been he's been the major, the major change for us, the major help of just really guiding us in what to do, how to do it, and how to be profitable. And it's in twenty twenty one. It's really everything that we started working on in twenty nineteen is coming together, and it's it's having results.
1: Yeah. So that was a real turning point for you guys, a real monumental moment, kind of a mindset flip at the same time. And Absolutely. you know, yeah, and that's really important to keep that. Um, you know, inner navigation system, having some really solid framework for success. So um, did did your consultants help you dial on, dial into like your ideal client, your ideal customer? How are you gonna target them? And what kind of advice do you have for our audience for that?
2: Yes, I, I would say he helped us most with um, our space or changing our space and setting that up so that it would be more appealing to a broader audience. So that was the first thing that we did and we're still working on that as uh, uh, to date, we've uh, updated four showers, we've installed custom two person walk in showers. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been the biggest change. The other one was just updating the decorating and kind of making it simpler, more modern. um, And really, I mean, he's a man, an aesthetic that would be more appealing to men just as a broader audience. so that, that was, I think, I think, the main thing that he helped us with. And then he's also helped us with pricing, um, w- new website design, um, again, communi- you know, getting better reviews and asking for reviews. And these are the things that, that really um, matter in our business. And I, and I think the other focus for me has been um, just to recognize that I'm only competing with myself. I'm not competing with anybody else. I'm competing with myself. I want to be better today than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And that's 100% in my control. It doesn't have anything to do with the economy, the president, the mayor tax laws, anything. It has to do with me. It has to do all the things that annoy me that I wish that I could change, but I really don't have a lot of, those are outside of my sphere of influence. I don't have a lot of power to change those. But what I think, my resilience, my mindset, the choices that I make as I work through my business, how I set up my website, all these things that we've talked about, I have 100% control over that. And so then it puts you in a place of being empowered rather than feeling um, like a victim Right. Yeah. And that's so not,
1: it's easier said than done, really. I'm
2: not, I'm, you know, it's, it's something I've always said whenever I told my children something or whatever, they would be like, well, that's really hard. And I said, it's a simple idea, but you're right. It is really hard to do it, but it's not an idea that's hard to understand. It's an idea that's easy to understand, but it is very hard to implement. And it's very hard to um, stay focused in that area, and that that just takes us back to this is why you need help. You need consultants. You need uh, join a program, join Clarity's program. I don't get any money for saying that, but <laughs> do something, do something, so that you have an outside force and a community and some accountability that keeps you on that track of I'm going to be better today than I was yesterday. Um, yes. And it's
1: that accountability partner really is like the missing link to a lot of teams. It's just having someone hear you out, hear your vision, hear the new innovations, the ideas, and holding the business owner, holding you guys accountable to that, to your goals, to your vision, no matter what the circumstances may be. And that's what you guys, why you're still here. Obviously, you had the vision, you had the dream, you had the drive, and and you just kept getting up every day and taking the next best step forward for your business. Um, even if that meant that you had to, you know, wear 15 hats, you know, yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, in the, in this business, it's like, you know, it's an experienced business. So people want to be catered to and pampered and treated like, you know, lack of luxury here at the, the Rosemont and, um, mansion and feel like they are really important people and giving them that experience is so important. And I know that you've done such an amazing job doing that for Um, all your visitors and so on that note, I know you're um, working on doing some, you know, future innovations um, with the building and the project, maybe adding events and weddings and things like that. Can we talk about that?
2: Yes. Uh, Right now, I would say the trajectory for that is two to three years. I'm looking at 2023 or 2024. Um, I'm trying to stay really focused on working with as we work with a consultant We aren't at our optimum occupancy level yet and our optimum income level for the lodging part of the business. And so I am really focused on getting that to be optimal. We are, um, the plan right now is in early 2022, uh, before May, which is the beginning of our busy, busy season, is we're actually looking at converting another room into a guest room. So we would go from seven guest rooms to eight. And just looking at the numbers, looking at the at the occupancy and the demand that we've had in 2021, that makes the most amount of sense for us to put energy into that. Um, thankfully, we now have a really great contractor to work with. We were struggling with finding people to work and whatever, managing all that. It's it's gets very tiring and frustrating to go through that, but we have a great contractor now. So that is a big help in moving us forward. Um, and then at, yes, at some future date, um, I see that as, as the next expansion is that we will have weddings, we'll have other events here, um, and they will be very exclusive. So I'm, I'm really I have this kind of percolating in the back of my mind. And then something I kind of started in 2020, but I've had to set aside because like I said, I really have to go back to the lodging portion. That's the main income stream that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to do my own proprietary, I have a proprietary muffin mix. That I would like to sell. Um, we have a proprietary several granola flavors that we make here. Um, and then also I would like to do like frozen take-and-bake things. We have some very famous scones that we serve here. We have chocolate chip cookies that people really love. And there's a variety of other things that I would like to set up and have a take-and-bake. But I've just, I've, I, I don't know whether that's going to be a separate section of the business. I'm really, I'm dreaming really big. I'm seeing maybe like even a small manufacturing kind of facility, perhaps another building built on the property cuz we have lots of land here. So I'm just percolating all kind of ideas on that, but I I'm mm-hmm. staying in my lane right now, really focused on ex, on optimizing the
1: lodging portion of the business. Yes, and that is the bread and butter. So that's that's <laughs> That's awesome that you know, because as entrepreneurs, we get this the shiny object syndrome, we're like, oh, we want to do this, and oh, we want to do this, and so we got all these great ideas, right? And we, oh, we can sell the muffin mix now, and oh, we can have our own proprietary recipe and everything is like so exciting. But and then the most important part sometimes um is easy to leave by the wayside, but you're very focused and driven and 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 you got your mind set for growth and improvement. So sticking yeah, through and- the lodging is
2: a big part of that for me has just been a trial and error, because over the years I have been a, a, whenever things started going well a certain way, I would add something else. And I think this is another thing that we do to ourselves. I think it was like a self-sabotage Thing like mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I really believe that I deserve to have a successful business, and so even though it seems like a positive thing, right? Like I would say, oh well, I'm just, I'm super creative, you know, I'm just interested in a lot of things. I get bored if I'm just working on one thing at a time, and and then I throw in something else or I do something else, and then and I would derail whatever was happening that was going well, and mm-hmm. so as I said, this is the other reason why you need consultants, you need. Um, as a book that I recently read, Who Not How, you need who's, you need other people to help you execute your vision, you can't do everything yourself, and you don't want to just be an island, you don't want to be on your own, you want to be listening to those other voices, have other eyes and other people to say, and so for me, this is very much, you know, my consultant's all on board with, like, he's like, I think those are great ideas, but you really got to, stay focused. (laughs) So that's the reason I I have that attitude. And also, I think for me, it's just been a shift of like, I can have all the things that I want. And for me to say that it sounds so even now, it sounds almost uncomfortable. It sounds unreal. It sounds, um, I think for women, we're taught that, you know, asking for what you want is selfish, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. and it really isn't. I mean, it can, it, we could make it selfish, right? But I don't feel selfish in my pursuits. I know that the, that I want to be successful because the more successful that I am, the more of a positive force I can be in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, the more people who, that I can employ who um, are struggling and maybe they have barriers to employment, but we're willing to work with them on that. And we're willing to give them a bridge and a hand up, but I can't do any of that if I'm failing. If I'm not earning an income, that maintains all the things that have to be maintained. I can't do any of those other higher values that I have. So for me, that's been a massive mindset shift.
1: Yes. Claiming you and really being worthy of success. And you're, yeah. you're a great beacon of that because now, now that you've done that, which is a great favor to all of us, you are also giving back to the community. And let's talk a bit about that. And you, and you took uh, here um, all the amazing things that you're helping with, you know, the economy and preserving the, Um, you know, the downtown and helping with the homeless and and giving jobs, you know, to to people of the community.
2: Yeah, all of that's happening, as I said, as we grow, um, I need more people to do housekeeping. I need more people to do dishwashing. I need more people to help me with uh, yard work. I uh, need people to work on these expansion projects that I've mentioned. And so these are opportunities that we've had. My husband worked um, and he still does. He worked overnight at the homeless shelter, which is just, a it's actually, um, it's not a shelter. It's uh, like a respite emergency overnight in the basement of the church where we also attend, but that's right here in the neighborhood. Um, Mm -hmm. So he's gotten to know quite a few of the people. He still works with, um, there's a day program for them as well where they, they are employed by the city and supervised by my husband is one of the people that drives around and supervises so they go around the city and they do jobs that aren't done they pick up trash they clear debris and brush from places where it's being left behind they do some um, weed whacking and other yard work that's that's neglected often so they're paid by the city but the you know the church runs the program so it's my husband our pastor and a few other people that work with the with the men and and sometimes it's women but it seems to be mostly men but um it's an opportunity for them, as I said, to get some experience with work um, and just, just for both of us to see and to hear their stories and to know that um, there are so many experiences, so many blessings that I have in my life that I don't think of as blessings. I just take them for granted mm-hmm. um, that these people have not had. And mm-hmm. so our, our hope is to give them a hand up and a help so that they can have their own personal growth journey. That's really what it is. It's just that everyone starts at a different level. And so for them, something that might seem very mundane and very simple, like showing up every day to wash dishes, is a huge accomplishment. And they need a lot of encouragement to stick with that. And so for us, and and as I said, at the same time, it helps us too, because I can't do every job. And when those people come and do the work for me, I'm always profusely thankful, uh, thankful, thankful, thankful over and over again to them. Cause I always say to them, I'm so thankful that you're doing this job that is a thankless job. But if you don't do this job, I can't do my job. I can't be serving people. I can't be doing all the things that I want to do and all the guest interface things that I wanna do and the community interface things that I wanna do. If I don't have someone doing all these other 10,000 behind-the-scenes things that have to happen. You know, you talked about you were in the restaurant industry, so you understand what I'm talking about. It's just never-ending.
1: Never-ending gauntlet. Yeah, and you (laughs) got to jump in feet first. If someone knows shows, guess who gets to watch the
2: dishes today?
1: (laughs) So, Um, yeah, and that's why I just honor you so much because I know it really comes from a deep place of, you know, respecting your staff and all the help that it takes, because it really is like throwing a party every day for someone yep. else and making someone else's day amazing and their experience and their memories. And a lot of people, you know, don't realize really how much energy it takes to put the show on every
2: day. Absolutely. Um, and and, so that, if- and that's, that's been the other thing for me too, is is learning to prioritize myself, to mm-hmm. take time off. To honor my sleep schedule, to honor my exercise schedule, and that doesn't always happen, but it's just um, knowing that I have to do that because you know it's the it's the cliche, but it's the truth. I cannot pour into anyone else from an empty cup. If I am not filling up myself, if I'm not taking care of my health, if I'm not taking care of my mental health, if I'm not exercising, if I'm not doing all the things that I need to do to be a healthy, productive person. Um, then I'm, I'm faking it. I mean, and I did this for years. I did this for years where I was burnt out. I was doing the cleaning. I was doing this. I was doing that. And by the time I went to the door to greet my guests, I would have never wanted to see another person again in my life because I was so tired and so burnt out. And so you do the thing, you know, you, you put on the fake smile and you try to, but people know it's energy, right? People know what your energy is. So I have to yes. really guard my energy. I have to really work on my own self-care so that I can, give to people an authentic experience and really want to serve them and want to give to them. But it just took me such a long time to get to that place of saying, you know, it's okay to prioritize yourself. That's not selfish. It's not wrong. It's not bad. It's the only way this is going to work.
1: Yes. And that is what I think our audience really needs to hear because in this business, it is so easy to self-sacrifice, and that really is the opposite of what most business owners need to be doing. And you know, I think learning through the years, you've learned to put yourself first, and they'll you know fill your own tank first, so you can you know lovingly, easily give back to others. And I love that message from you because that really is that evolutionary entrepreneur, the one that I focus on in my book you know, the one that I feel I've become out of the 20 years of, you know, knuckle bussing in the field, being a mom, being a business owner, being a restauranteur, you know, being a consultant, and really sacrificing my own happiness just to, you know, keep the doors open really wasn't, you know, the kindest, of best thing that I should have done. And I would have had a lot more success earlier on if I would have put myself first and recharge my battery.
2: Absolutely. but And, and then there, we come to the other aspect of, of this di- whole discussion is, you know, grace for yourself. You have to look back and say, you know, I did the best that I could with the tools that I had at that time. and But now I've gotten these new tools. And so I'm going to do better because I've gotten these new tools. I have more support, but I'm going to show grace and mercy to my past self to myself where I was at that time. And I did the best that I could at that time. But I, I feel the same way you, two, you do. Um, but as I said, this that would be my number one piece of advice to any new business owner is hire a really good consultant and do what they tell you to do. And it may be that you'll avoid some of these uh, potholes and pitfalls um, that we, you and I have been discussing and you'll have a little bit more of a smooth journey to success, it's still it's still hard work. It still takes tenacity. It still takes determination. You still have to be resilient. But um, if you can get some of those principles in place earlier on, you'll do better for yourself. Yes, yes. Yeah. So like saving ten thousand hours and maybe
1: ten years of your life. Yes. <laughs> And so that's really the the message today, folks, to our amazing audience out there. For you that are interested in, you know, really scaling and starting your business and getting off on the best foot possible, you know, being able to hire somebody who is an expert in the field. Take it from Rita. She has done an amazing job and is now has, you know, high-end consultants that are specialists in the area of uh, bed and breakfast and, now she's just sailing into the sunset with her magnificent mansion here in um, upstate New York. And it's, I, I would love for you guys to go visit the RosemontinBB.com and check out this really amazing establishment and really super uh, cool uh, bed and breakfast. Um, so please go visit rosemontinBB.com and, and check out this awesome establishment that. Um, she has created so you can have the most romantic and authentic experience in this um, 150-year-old mansion. It's really awesome. So, thank you, Rita. I think we should send them off on that note. That is yeah. probably resonates really well with the audience. And thank you, Charity. I, yes, thank you. And um, keep up the um, beautiful grounds there. Hopefully, I'll be flying out sometime soon to visit. I would love, love to host you. And oh, um, so
2: yeah, we're, we're just, I, I really appreciate the airtime. I appreciate everything you've done. And um, I'm going to check out some more of your YouTube videos and other stuff. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. And have a beautiful rest of your day. You too.
1: All right. Ciao. Bye-bye.
0: Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast.